Good morning, everyone. You like that new track? Anybody? You like the track? No? Get out. Sorry. Trying to be trendy, man. Trying to be trendy. Got to appeal to the masses. Well, if this is your first time here, my name is Pastor Jeff Gwaltney, and welcome to One Seat Church. Shout out, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Let's give them a round of applause for all the dads. How many know being a dad is more than just being a DNA donor? It's about taking care of your baby, taking care of your child. And some of you may not have a dad like that, but we all got another dad, a heavenly dad, that he takes care of. See, see I got a dad to the fourth power. Well, if Jesus was here, which he is here, but if he was standing here, his would say like Jesus, dad to the infinite power because he's our heavenly father. And when you don't have an earthly father, you've got a heavenly father. So don't be down today. You've got Jesus and he loves you more than anyone could ever love you. His love will endure forever. Through faith, hope, and love, his love for you will endure forever. But yeah, Father's Day, I remember... I went through many Father's Day with my dad and watched my brother have Father's Day because I didn't have any kids and finally had a baby. Now I have four. <clears throat> my first baby, not that she was more special, but she was the first one, so the memory was brand new. She's eight. Her name's Chloe, and I remember all the moments of that child because it was the first. Everything was the first. The first bed. The first rocking chair. The first bouncer, the first baby bath, the first diapers, the first cereal, the first powder milk, the first uh, toys. The first Christmas is always tough, you know, because they can't really do anything. So you can't really spend the same amount on them as your older kids, but then you feel bad because you didn't get them as much, but all they can do is like drool on stuff. So you can't get them a, a you know, I was getting them like uh, Tonka trucks and, and uh, the power wheels and they're like one and they couldn't even drive the thing for another I was a little ahead, I, was, I had a problem with. One time I bought them a train track that went around the room and they couldn't even walk hardly. So it was really inefficient when they tried to ride the track. It became a decoration that soon was donated as an inconvenience to our household. But one memory of is first toys, first puzzles. You know, every baby gets that first puzzle. It's like not complicated, you know, it's, it's not even really a puzzle yet, it's just, pattern recognition. See, it's, this is, this is my prop for today. This is, you know, you, it's simple. I can look at it now and see right off the bat how to do it. It's not complicated now, but when you're one, this is a challenge, right? And you're learning textures and you're learning colors and you're, well, you're learning it's not food and you're, you know, you, does it go in a circle? Do I eat it? What do I do? And then you get it, yay, yay, yay. And then when they're two, they are like a better puzzle. And the puzzles get a little more complicated. Not to make it weird, but I have a vivid memory of a Smurfette puzzle. And some of you youngsters may be like, well, who is Smurfette? Well, she was the only good-looking Smurf in the Smurfs because she was the only woman in the Smurfs. She had blonde hair, and she had a blue face, which was still weird, but I had a Smurfette puzzle. And I've done that puzzle so many times that <clears throat> I knew right where the hair went. I knew where her little top hat went. I knew where the face went, the arms, the hands, the legs, and the feet. And I guess the torso. 
But after a few times, you know, the puzzle got easy. I could, I could see it from the beginning. And the, the thing with puzzles is we start out with a picture of how they should look. And then our job is to make them look like the picture. But sometimes the picture doesn't come out like we had hoped. And sometimes we never get to formulating the picture altogether because the puzzles get harder. Like when I was a teenager, you know, they got these puzzles called jigsaw puzzles. And I go to my friend's house and they have like a 500 piece jigsaw puzzle. And you look at it, it's just a pile of these little pieces. And it's much more complex than you know, the, the one-year-old puzzle, right? It's a little harder. Why? Because by the time you're a teenager, you're a little more able to develop uh, figuring out complex puzzles. You've grown into it. You don't give Smurfette to the 15-year-old. If they're having trouble, that might be, you know, a struggle. There might be an issue there. They progress. But the jigsaw puzzles, I didn't even ever want one. My mom knew not to even buy me one because it was just going to go in the trash because I didn't see any enjoyment. I mean, you've got five million little pieces, and they all look the same, and you're telling me I'm supposed to figure out which ones go where, and that's supposed to be enjoyable? No thanks. Not for me. Give me Nintendo games, please. Zelda in the house. Anybody remember Zelda? The white sword. Nobody wants that wood sword. That was my era. We didn't do puzzles. It's too complicated. I don't have the patience for that. I don't have time for that. I'm not going to put my time into trying to figure out this puzzle. It's too complicated. Those jigsaw puzzles. But if you think about it, life is like a series of these. You start out with this one, and then you progress into more complicated puzzles. And as you grow, the puzzles get harder. And eventually, you get into one of these. And, and uh, this is only 100 piece, and it says for ages five and up. But I tell you right now, if I came home today, I, ain't, I haven't got to touch one of these things. Because look at it. It's, I mean, it's Barbie, but it's, it's 100 pieces. But life is like a series of jigsaw puzzles that grow in complexity as we get older. We start with the simple puzzle, four or five pieces, slowly grow into new puzzles as we mature and progress through the unexpected and unforeseeable patterns of life that make up the picture God has designed, the picture God designed. Not the picture Mattel designed, the picture God designed. But I think the picture looks like this, but maybe the picture isn't what I think as I put together the pieces. Along the journey, sometimes we lose pieces. You can't figure out where to put some of them in order to get through the plethora of choices that can leave us in a pile of unplaced opportunities, accidental decisions, and holes in our picture that leave us incomplete and not sure how to even continue putting together the finished product. I don't even know. If you do, I don't, I don't know what order to start. See, how we see and assess and address and continue to piece together our puzzle when the pattern is unpredictable, often unclear, and easy to get wrong is fundamental in walking a godly life in the midst of a broken, incomplete, and complex puzzle. Will you keep putting the pieces together, or will you give up? I'm not doing that. Give me back Smurfette. 
If we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 through 13, I usually quote from the New King James, but this week I'm using the New Living Translation. Ooh, I'm daring today. New Living Translation, verse 11 through 13. Paul is talking, when I I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then, then, in the glory of God, in the end, he's talking, we will see everything with perfect clarity. We will see the picture. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, missing pieces. But then, then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely now. I will know too, then, when I get to the throne with God in the heavenly kingdom. I'll get it, I'll get it, and I'll go, really? That just looks like this now. But right now, this looks complicated. These things will last forever. Hope and love. And the greatest of these is love. Touch your neighbor, tell them love. Touch them. Three, point to them. Love, love, love. The greatest is love. The title of my message today is Jigsaw Patterns. Jigsaw Patterns. See, the pattern of the jigsaw is how God reveals his glory to us. No jigsaw, no revelation, no revelation, no seeing God clearer with our spiritual and ears and eyes. We still look with our earthly ears and eyes, just like the Pharisees. Got to have a revelation. If you want a revelation, you got to go through the jigsaw puzzle. He's not going to give you the cheat sheet or there's no revelation. But you got to be faithful to even start the puzzle. You got to be faithful to the challenge of the complexity of the puzzle. Are you willing to try to put together this puzzle that God has for you? Or are you happy with Smurfette? Well, if you want better in your life and you're only willing to do Smurfette, problem. If you want better, you got to upgrade your puzzle because God has better, but you got you to deal with the jigsaw. If you want to if you want to deal, then deal. You got to be faithful to the challenge. The puzzles are getting harder in my life. There's no more Smurf puzzles, and these are like 500-piece piles of confusion. As a child, I did as a child, but now I'm a man, and I can't stay a child. I have to embrace life and the puzzles it brings. The shape is not predictable. Look at it. This is one piece of my life, and look at its shape. Israel, if look, at the, look at the red ink on Israel and how they went to the promised land. It's not like this. It's like this. It's like a jigsaw. It looks like this, because they, they had to go through it, because God just couldn't give them a revelation, and they took a little longer than, than some of us, thankfully. They took a long time to figure out how the, how the pattern went, but eventually they got through it. God performs miracles through spiritual revelation. I can't give Kaylee, who's two, I can't give her a hundred piece jigsaw puzzle. She hasn't grown into that 
in her walk yet with life. It's the same to God. We're, we're babies to the Lord. He looks at us like I look at my two-year-old. He looks, he looks at them. They're not ready for that. They got to pace themselves. If you don't pace yourself, you can't handle it when we get to it. We just talked about it in our Unify. You can't handle it. If 500 people showed up, we couldn't handle it on Friday, which we had a killer movie night, by the way. If you missed it, we had our one seed movie night, first one ever. We're having another back-to-school movie night in August. Come join us. But if we had gotten the 500 people we weren't ready for, I'll be honest, I was straight up nervous. I had to get some popo up in there because I was worried about someone getting hurt because we're, we're, we're beginning, we're just starting. So we had to have a little bit of a, we had to be slowed down a little bit. And God said, I'm gonna let you grow, but you're gonna grow my way through the pattern. I was just telling somebody, when I was a kid, we'd go to Raging Rivers. Anybody remember Raging Rivers if you're from St. Louis? It's like the only water park for a long time in Grafton, Illinois, the Great River Road, and you'd wait forever in these lines just to go down the slide, and when you got to the top of the slide, it was just the greatest thing ever because you finally got to go down the slide. You'd be waiting 30 minutes. So we did that, and then one day when I was about 15, I found a water park in the Ozarks called Big Surf. And my mom took us to Big Surf, and there was no one there, and there was no lines, and there was no hills. And me and my buddy were bored in about 10 minutes, and we were ready to go. See, it was just handed to us. No appreciation, no revelation of what it took to get to the slide, because it was just here. Slide, slide, slide. No revelation. You have to go through the jigsaw at a pace, because the pattern of the jigsaw is God's way of revealing his glory to us. I didn't plan for this puzzle God's given me. It's not, it's not what I thought it would be. My marriage is not what I thought it would be. My house is not what I wanted. I definitely don't have that dress like I thought, figuratively. Well, to some people, figuratively to me, pink's not my color. Now, if it was purple, I'm just kidding. The level of the puzzle is relative to my ability and age in Christ. I'm a brand new Christian. I'm a brand new baby to the Lord. I can't handle this yet. I'm not ready for that yet. It takes a jigsaw. You got to go through the weave. God upgrades our puzzles as we progress in our walk with him. And God won't give us a puzzle that we can't endure. So even though it looks unbuildable, if he gave it, there's a way. Michael landed. Where there's a will, there's an A. Where there's a will, there's a way. It was his study guide back in the 80s. He'd come on, Michael landed from Little House on the Prairie. Where there's a will, there's an A. It was a, it was a ploy on where there's a will, there's a way to sell the school, the study, whatever, curriculum. You know, guy that played the angel, Little House on the Prairie, cowboy, Michael landed. He was the man back then. Anyway, I digress. When I started uh, considering ministry, I thought I had the patterns of people somewhat figured out. And I quickly understood that God designed people so complex that you can't diagnose one with the same. They may act, two people may be similar, but you can't stamp one people with the same diagnosis as the next one because everybody is designed uniquely complex. You guys with me? You guys feeling this? You guys connecting? It's a jigsaw, right? If I just gave you the sermon and it wouldn't sink in, I got to take you through this so you understand what the revelation by the pattern means. 
but I thought I could diagnose people. And what I quickly learned is that everybody is uniquely different, uniquely complex. In order to understand people, you gotta understand life is a jigsaw puzzle, just like people, because God designed them so carefully, you can't doctor fill them. They're different. I thought I had to figure it figured out. I thought, oh, I know them type. They're, they're gonna do this, and then they're gonna respond like this, and I thought I had to figure it figured out. And every time I'd be off by a couple things, I finally told Michelle, I said, everybody is different. You can't, you can't, you, you can't diagnose them with the same diagnosis. But that's the puzzle, everybody's puzzle is different. Just because you figured out your puzzle differently and you had these puzzles doesn't mean your road to the same picture is going to look the same and be the same path. Everybody's pieces are cut unique to you. You can't steal pieces from somebody else. They won't fit like that. Have little audio issues. When it gets, are we faithful to the challenge? When it gets tough enough, we want to throw in the towel. Are we going to stick with Smurfette? Because Paul said his faithfulness shall endure for a few years. Right? A couple years. No? What does it say? It shall endure for forever. But I'm losing hope. I'm losing hope because it's not coming together like I thought. It's getting difficult. I don't know where to start with this thing. I'm being faithful, God. My puzzle pieces aren't coming together. I don't know what to do. I'm losing hope. I'm not able to strategize a solution to take the next step. I have to get in the thick of it, though, and start doing something or nothing will happen. You got to move. That's where faith comes in. You got to move. But I want to throw in the towel, and if you start losing hope, Paul said, faith, hope, and love will endure forever. I can't progress if I don't struggle, and I need a little bit of my puzzle to get to the next piece. But Jesus said, my hope will endure. When you feel hopeless, remember my hope will be there for you. You don't have to worry about me letting you down. When you're being faithful but you're running out of hope, my hope will endure for you. Keep putting the pieces together. Keep trying, Israelites, Jacobites, whatever you want to call them. Keep going around the mountain and you just keep going and I'm going to get you there if you keep going. It's easy to give up when no progress is being made. Eh. Smurfette, where are you at? years ago I like to think I'm somewhat intelligent enough to use Google Maps I was trying to find new way concrete it's right by my house it's like five minutes and I had to seal my patio got a new patio it's exposed aggregate I wanted to seal it and so I'm gonna drive the new way concrete and I spent an hour circling the mountain of 40 and 70 junction an hour going there's the building I can't figure out how to get to this building the first time in my life, I said, I give up. An hour, I drove an hour. I never could find how to get in, I gave up. I never sealed the thing. I never sealed it all these years. I said, I'm just going back to my other puzzle. This is just ridiculous. I don't need a better life that bad. I gave up though. That's not what we wanna do when we're talking about our spiritual growth. Because my hope will endure says the Lord. Stay faithful and be hopeful because my hope will support your faith because I will not leave you out to dry. God's jigsaw is how we cut around the curves 
of life. And the pattern of the jigsaw is God's way of revealing his glory to us. Anybody have a hacksaw? You know, I'm not the greatest tool man, but I got a hacksaw, and a hacksaw does what? You cut straight. You can't cut curves with a hacksaw, and if you try to take your hacksaw to your jigsaw, and you need, a, you need something with a jigsaw to cut curves, and you try to do it with a hacksaw, it's not going to come out right. I can't. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't need that jigsaw. I don't need, I don't need to do it God's way. I'm going to take my hacksaw, and I'm going to hack it off. I'm going to shortchange it. I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to hack it. Look at this thing. It doesn't have any curves. It's square. It's because you're trying to take your hacksaw to your life when God said you need to use a jigsaw. He's your jigsaw provider. You need to figure out the jigsaw by way of the jigsaw provider. If you take life with a hacksaw, you're not going to figure out something that was meant for a jigsaw. You with me? You can ask my brother, if I'm good at messing things up with a hacksaw, that would be me because I'm always in a hurry. I'm not, I'm not careful. I'm rough. Nick inherited that gene from me. That's why I'm so hard on Nick, because I see him inheriting my gene of using the hacksaw. You outgrow it by 30, just so you know. That's what happened to me. I took a hacksaw to my barbecue grill. That's how I cooked my food. I took a hacksaw to my walk with God. That's how I live my Christian life. I took a hacksaw to everything. I was always looking to get it done, get it done, get it done, fire, 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 if it took work. Eh, give me Smurfette puzzle back. I don't know where to start with this thing. Happiness is not where I thought I was. There's holes. That person I thought was going to fit in my puzzle, but they're a square piece, and the puzzle looks like this, and I can't push that person into my puzzle like I thought. I thought if I just hacked them up a little bit, I could force them into my puzzle, but I can't get them to fit because the curves aren't right. See, it's not the curve. It's not the piece. They're not the piece God wanted for your puzzle, you see. You can't force a piece that God designed to be this piece. It's different. You can't force them to be part of your life. They don't want to be part of your life like that. They're not the person God designed for for you. The job is not the piece that gets you to the green castle, the pink castle like you thought. That's not the job that's going to do it. It's going to take a few more curves around the puzzle piece. We try to supply our own needs with false solutions. When I was a kid, I thought being a rock star was the solution, even though all statistics say rock stars always have a horrible life. They fail in marriage. They fail in life. I'm not saying they all do. I was going to be the exception because all I wanted was a wife and kids and a nice home. I'm going to be a rock star. That'll fix it. And everybody said, you know, rock stars go on the road. And rock stars, I mean, I was serious. I gave my life to this for a long time. And rock stars are always divorced because the family life and the road life are two different things. I said, no, I'm going to be different. I'm going to take my family on the road. You'll see. Well, now that I have a family to the fourth power, uh, I mean, we have trouble just being at home together all the time without some stress. How are we going to handle living on a tour bus? Now, come on now. See, I try to come at it with a hacksaw, and God said, you got to do it my way. You need to do it my way, and I'll give you what you want, and he did. But my pieces were definitely not what I thought. I was trying to fit the wrong pieces in the wrong holes. Even when I can't see or understand this picture that I see coming together, I know he's there. My hope will endure in Christ because he will never let me down if I stay faithful. It's forever. God has never failed me. He has rescued me before, and he will rescue me again. 
My hope will carry me through even when I don't feel an answer, see an answer. But the problem is everybody sometimes needs a hug sometimes. You need a, you need a little love sometimes, and you can be faithful, and you can, you can be hopeful, but after a while, you just need a hug. You ever, you ever heard that? Just, can, can, can I get a hug? You know, can, you need a hug? You heard that before, right? You know, you just want to hug somebody? They, they just need a hug? That's how we get. We get so low that we just need a hug, and some of us don't even have dads to hug us and and but jesus said my my love which is the greats will endure forever and even though these pieces are just out of order i don't even know where to start he said my love will endure forever and he's hugging me no matter what he's holding me in the situation faith hope and love and the greatest is love christ's love is enough everybody say enough it's enough my kids, they like candy. One more piece. One more piece, Dad. Can I have a piece of gum? Can I eat 10 pounds of this and barf all over later because I have a bellyache in the middle of the night when I sleep over in your room and I'm going to puke on your carpet? No, that's enough. If I give you too much too fast, you're not going to handle it, son. Well, I don't want to eat dinner. I just want to eat, what is it, marshmallows? Uh, what is Chloe like? I'm just going to eat pop cereal 13 times a day. No. That's enough. Oh, come on. Can we just, can we go outside one more time? No, that's enough. You got to push back as the father because without a pace to the pattern, a pace to the puzzle, you're going to puke in life. Like my kids, when they got too much sugar, they always get the stomach ache. I won't say it's just when they come home from Grammys because that would create a problem in here. But a lot of times when they come home from places, we won't say Grammys. They got a belly ache. It's because they got too much candy in their stomach and they can't handle it. It's too much at once. It's too great a puzzle. Are you with me? It's too complicated. They're not ready for that. Christ, love, Christ said, my love is enough. It's enough. You don't feel like it is enough. It's not sufficient to us because we don't see the progress we hope for. We didn't get the 500 people. Fail. Hashtag fail. That's how I think, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm radical. Someone sometimes be able to smack me around and say, hey, man, people came. I say, yeah, that's awesome. That's true. Sometimes I have to slow myself down. Like, uh, I had to go sit down out there the other day because I almost fainted for reals. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I started feeling me lose my balance, and I couldn't catch my breath, and I went and sat down in the foyer, and I couldn't catch my breath for 10 minutes in the cold air, and I was starting to go, what is going on? I'm going, <sighs> it's because I was just going, 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 but God says, slow down, man. I help you. I help you. You can't do it without me. Slow down. And so I did, and I got some Gatorade, and I got some Powerade, and then I was good to go, and then the movie was good, and it's like it never happened. But I had to slow down. His love is enough. Be patient. God works patiently. It's not a panic. It's a patient motion, the way God reveals in action. It's always patient. Remember that. The pattern is always patient. It's not impulsive. God doesn't freak out and do impulsive things and crazy where it's a panic. It's patient. It's like a Rubik's Cube. It's my last illustration that I thought was clever. KK, my middle son. No, my, he's not my middle son. He's my middle kid. He's my own first son. He's in the Rubik's Cubes and 
he gets this little baby Rubik's cute. I can't even put the thing together. It was, it was pathetic that his dad can't even figure out like one side of it. And he goes on YouTube, look dad. And he goes on YouTube and these kids are like R1, R2, P7, blah, 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 blah. And they're showing the pattern. See, they know the pattern. See, God is like a Rubik's cube and he's not gonna give you the pattern. You gotta, you gotta work on it a little bit. But once you know the pattern, you can figure it out. But the pattern's not like we see it. The pattern is different than what we see or expect. The pattern is his faithfulness, his ability to sustain your hope, and his love will be consistent and endure forever. That's the pattern. Well, that's not what I thought. It's because we're thinking with our carnal ears and eyes. We're looking for a pattern we can sensualize. But God said, that's my pattern. You don't worry about how you just do. You got gaps in your picture. I'm going to fill your gaps. Your picture don't look like you think. I'm going to fill the holes. I'm going to help you piece it together. But it takes faith. It takes hope. And you need to lean on my love because you're not going to figure out that puzzle without me. Let me tell you, that Gatorade is what's going to save you. Jesus was my Gatorade that day. Can't do it alone. That's the pattern. Faithfulness, hope, and love. Lean on it always, no matter what the puzzle looks like, and all of a sudden you'll be on to new puzzles before you know it because you didn't even realize you finished that puzzle. I'm out of Smurfette now. Now I'm on to Batman and Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and soon I'm on to new positions and new ministries and new life, and now I'm having children, and I got four children, and they got, you know, on and on and on and on and on. The puzzles get harder, but you can endure when you lean on Jesus. Fullness of God is in Jesus. God has a name. His name is Jesus. Jehovah saves. The word was made flesh from the beginning. The plan of Christ was from the beginning. But the birth of the Messiah was named Jesus. He is God Almighty. He is the Father in the creation. He is the Son in the redemption. And He is the Holy Spirit in the regeneration. The Spirit of God that dwelt in Jesus is the same Spirit He gave to the body when they became born again. That's when you become a baby. You become part of the DNA when your spirits marry each other. You need the DNA. Then your puzzles will get easier. Can you all stand to your feet with me? I don't know what it's like not to have a dad because my dad has always been awesome. Quick shout out to Dan Gwaltney. I don't know what it's like to not have a dad though. So as a pastor, it's really tough sometimes. And I heard another pastor say once in his youth, what he learned about helping people is you don't always give them an answer, you listen. Because you don't always have an answer for them. And so I remembered that because I don't know how to tell you how to live your life with no dad. All I can tell you is what the Bible says. And all I can do is try to, try to love you. See, love comes from God and love is the greatest. Faith, hope, and love, and my love is the greatest. And if you give love, God is the essence of love. When you think of God, the first thing you think of is love. And if you don't, you've been, someone's been giving you too many Google search results. God is love, and the essence of God is love. So when you feel love, that came from God. When you give love, that came from God. When you are in love, that came from God. God's perfect plan for you. See, it was all in his design. You're just starting to realize it. 
It's not like he changed it. You're just realizing that you're doing bigger puzzles now. See, you're having the revelation. You with me? You're having the spiritual light bulbs go on. He wants you to quit trying to rearrange the pieces for him. If love is not coming in the timeline you think it should because your clock is ticking as the culture calls it, slow down. I mean, Sarah was 100 for goodness sake. No, we don't want to wait that long. But do it in God's way and it will end in God's way. Do it in your way and it will end in not God's way and you'll be starting over with puzzle because you tried to force the pieces in that weren't meant to go. He wants you to call on his name and say, I'm ready for the next peace, Lord. The Lord is my jigsaw provider. I shall not worry. I will be faithful, joyful in my hope, knowing God loves me forever. He will love me forever. He's my daddy. He loves me whether I love him. He'll never stop loving me. I don't need a dad if I don't have one because I got Jesus on this Father's Day. I glorify the biggest father of all mankind in the history of eternity, and that is Jesus Christ. Come on now, people. Are you with me? Jesus died for you. He loves you. You don't even know the love that is so great. All we know is our earthly example that came from him. This is our example. Let's treasure that. Let's treasure it while we got it. I take advantage of it while I got it. My dad lives next door. I take advantage of it. But without my dad, I can't imagine my life. And I got to remember that I have my dad. Let's treasure it. Thank you, Jesus. Let's bow our heads. Lord, we thank you for this Father's Day. We thank you for all the fathers who are loving and guiding and teaching their children. And we're thankful for your love, Lord that endures forever. We pray we have a good Father's Day this week and that we live in the moment and we treasure the puzzle as it comes together. That we quit looking for the cheat sheet because we're gonna miss it if we try to download the cheat sheet for the game. We need to work through it and that's when we're gonna see you for who you are and find your purpose for us and we're gonna find fulfillment like we've never seen. It's not gonna be easy, but we're gonna find it because we're willing to search for it, Lord, and go through your jigsaw pattern. Touch us as we go about your day our day. In Jesus' name, if everyone could say amen.